You're listening to the Unstoppable E-Commerce Podcast. I'm Karen Parkinson. And I'm Megan Winter. It takes more than a great product, a pretty website, and some social media to have a successful online store. But you've probably already figured that out. So after a decade each in the industry, we thought it was about time we shared our knowledge, experience, and wisdom with you so you can sell more on your online store. In today's episode, we talk about why now is the best and also the hardest time to have an online store. This is a pretty loose conversation where we share our personal experiences with mental health issues, taking time away from the business, and we also share some tips on how we manage our business rather than letting it manage us. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's dive in. So right now, e-commerce is going through this massive growth. So last year, Australians spent over $50.46 billion online, which is up 57% of the year on year. Uh, we've talked about how Australia Post has employed so many more people because they're trying to keep up with demand. So you could really say that there's no better time to have an online store. But really, despite all of this, it's actually one of the hardest times to have an online store especially for our community of business owners. They're dealing with lockdowns, we're dealing with homeschooling, we're juggling running the business with everything else and trying to keep afloat. So things like this, it, you know, it all takes a toll. And I think a lot of people right now are feeling the pressure of keeping a business going while doing all these other things that have been added to their plate. And also not having that support system of being able to go and, you know, just chat with a friend or see your family and Lockdown, I think, is really putting a lot of pressure on small business owners. It's actually such a good point that you even just like bring up straight away is that the reason why e-commerce is so busy and like going so gangbusters right now is because people are forced to stay at home and lockdown and, you know, we're all forced to shop online. But that's actually the exact reason why online store owners are struggling so it's much. like a catch-22, <laughs> hey? Because we're all stuck at home and most of us are homeschooling and most of us are in lockdown or in and out of lockdown or thinking that a lockdown's going to come at any time. And so there's all these other stresses that are placed on. So it's like, is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? <laughs> mm, it's a hard one. Like, I think it's really important uh, if you're listening to this and you think maybe your anxiety has been a little bit higher than usual lately, or if you've just been really stressed out. And like Megan said, it's not necessarily because something's happening to you because it's that kind of like in the back of your head, you could go into lockdown at any moment or things could stop at any moment, or you could lose your casual job at any moment. There's all these extra stresses that are kind of adding to you know, already running a business is hard enough on a good day. So it's okay to acknowledge all of that going on and it's okay to not be fine with everything that's going on right now. Yeah, and I think, I mean, one of the things that is coming to my mind at the moment, and, you know, we can only speak from our own experiences and also some of the conversations that we've had with some of our students and our clients, but, you know, there's this whole idea of, like, hustle, 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 wake up at 5 a.m. Like, that's such Mm -mm. BS. (laughs) It's the worst way to run a business. Like, it's so old school. If it feels hard, honestly, like, my rule in anything that I do is that if it feels hard, and it's like a pushing an uphill, pushing shit uphill, as you would say, <laughs> I don't do it. Like I just yeah. say no. So it's actually okay to like feel whatever you're feeling. Mm-hmm. 
right now. I think, is that what we want to talk about today? That it's okay yeah, to feel how you feel? <laughs> it's okay to feel how you feel. And, and look, if you are really struggling and you need to seek help as well, that's totally fine to do that too. Mm. I think there's still, things are a lot better. So when I first diagnosed with anxiety and depression, I was 23. So it was 2011, I think. There was still a lot of that stigma around of like mental health. And I remember thinking, nope, 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 don't have that. No one wants to have that. Like you can't do these things. I remember thinking, I can't go to the army if I've got that. Because back then that was one of their rules that if you'd ever had any mental health issues, you weren't allowed to join, you know, the defense force. I didn't even want to be in the defense force. I was just like thinking of all these things that it would take away from me. And I was like, nope, nope, nope. And I remember the doctor saw a really good doctor and he said to me, you know, this is just a condition in the brain that you're not getting enough of this and I want to put you on medication that's going to help fix this and then you will feel better. I'm like, nope, nope, not going on antidepressants, no way. And he's like, if I just told you that you had diabetes and that you weren't getting enough insulin and that I'm going to give you insulin to make you feel better, would you take it? I was like, well, of course I would. He's like, well, there's no bloody difference. (laughs) And he was really good. I was like, oh, right. And I remember he's like, you need to take time off. You need to adjust to these tablets. I'm like, no, no, I've got a new staff member. I've got to train. I've got to get back to work. And this was before self-employment. This was working for someone else. He's like, Karen, you can take a week now or you can take a year later. Like, which do you want? And I was like, gosh, okay, I'll take a week off. But I remember going back to work and telling the person who at the time was the HR person and they turned around and said to me, there's no such thing as depression. You just need to get over it. And this is like me, 23, going through all this of like getting comfortable with the fact that I had these mental health issues and there's the person who's supposed to be supporting of the staff going, well, that doesn't exist. And I was like, yeah, cool. Um, hmm. So she didn't really like that I was trying to put in for leave. So that was my first like experience with not, you know, that that stigma that I was talking about has gotten a lot better. And I feel like these days there's so much more talk about it and there's so many more communities around it. Uh, We have some great ones in Tasmania, but, you know, nationally there's things like Beyond Blue and Lifeline and it's a lot more talked about, which I love. But yeah, that was kind of, for me, my introduction into self-employment was, well, that was shit. (laughs) There's no support there. And I was getting worse and my first lot of tablets I was allergic to and I was really sick and oh, it actually caused my parents' divorce as well. <laughs> no, didn't talk cause funny stories it. now. Might have been a so, catalyst, no, but it, you it can't was, put it was that, like You're not that straw, powerful, mate. Come on. Straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> uh, yeah. I got really sick and the doctor's like, okay, now I'm going to try a different one. You have to have someone come live with you. It's just a funny story. So anyway, my um, mum was like, okay, well, I'll come live with you. And my dad said, well, who's going to cook and clean for me if you go live with her for two weeks? So she didn't come for two weeks. She came forever. And <laughs> <laughs> she moved in. See you, Dad. Um, see ya. And that's where I started my business with my mum's divorce settlement. So I went to work for myself mainly because I needed to be able to stay in bed if I wasn't so great. And just sharing this story because if you are feeling like things aren't awesome, you don't have to, like people talk about being strong and it's ridiculous. You know, it's just if you stubbed your toe or broke your arm, you go to the doctor. So if you're having trouble with mental health, you go to the doctor. And there are so many treatments out there. You don't have to be on medication. There's lots of different options. But all I'm trying to say is go and see someone. 
get the help you need because you don't have to be feeling the way you are and you can get so much support these days. So if you're feeling, yeah, if you're just not feeling a hundred percent, even like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, you might not understand, you know, it might just be feel like lots of extra stress, but if you're just not coping with that, it's totally fine to go see a doctor. We're giving you the permission to go and do that. <laughs> yeah. Our totally unqualified advice. <laughs> uh, unqualified advice, yes. We're not, not advice, here. just potentially sharing our own story. And, just sharing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I guess <laughs> what I'm trying to say is don't, if you know, if you've talked to a friend who's also unqualified and they're like, no, no, it's fine, mm. just it's normal, just deal with it. Yeah. And maybe turn off some of those, like, some of those social media things where it's like, I mean, and there's a fine line, right? Because you want to have like motivational and empowering and inspirational things. And, you know, like you've got this kind of people in your corner. If you're just, you know, maybe being a little bit of a a whinger for the day and, you know, like (laughs) I have days where I'm like, I just don't feel like doing anything. But if someone says, come on, you got this. And so that for me is like, okay, cool. But then there's a fine line between, come on, you got this. When it's like, well, actually I just need a rest. I got this. I don't got this. (laughs) I don't got this. I just need a rest or, you know, like, so it's, you will know, like you're saying that you knew that something was not up for you. Right. And so I guess what are we having a conversational? No. Discussional. Conversational. <laughs> discussional. Discussional. I got my words mixed up earlier. I was like, let's have it. A discussional. Yeah. Let's make it really discussional. <laughs> uh, I love it. So, I mean, completely unscripted here, but we, I guess, are just saying there's no better time to be in e-commerce, but there's no harder time to be in e-commerce. Yeah. If you don't got this, you know, you're not alone. And there's a lot of people that don't got this. Like we had one of our Mm. students saying that, you know, I've got quarter four coming up and I've got a new launch and I've got a new product and my, you know, my audience is there ready for some new products and I'm homeschooling three kids and my husband's business is now at home and I'm trying to like keep the house going. And because I'm stressed, my health is flaring up and we're like, well, take a breath. (laughs) Is it okay, she said, for me to take a break? Will my people still be there when I come back? And Meaning her business, like her audience, yeah. Yeah. Like, will people still buy my stuff if they don't hear from me for a month? And the right people will definitely be there for you. You know, I think, say, think back to why you started your business. For me, it was so that I had freedom and flexibility around my lifestyle, not only for my mental health, but just because I like living that lifestyle of being free to go and do stuff. So if that's the whole point for you, if it was, you know, to have that little bit of flexibility to spend more time with your family, then hustling and not having that time and, you know, being detrimental to your health is not why you started. So yes, the right people will be there for you when you take a break. So Megan, you took a break last week. How was that? I did. I took an entire week off. Uh, the first one properly in a very, very long time. Even I remember. Like this was longer than your maternity leave. <laughs> yes. So I took the entire week, which for my maternity leave, I mean, my daughter was born. So my son, who's now eight, he was born when my I was a solo entrepreneur, a solopreneur, and I literally just brought him into the office with me, kept going. You know, I didn't really have the luxury of having a team or anything. And so I didn't have any maternity leave there. And then, you know, every single year for the last decade, Christmas is a very busy time for our clients. So I never took Christmas off. I never took, you know, I'd always be on call. When I had my daughter, 
she was born three days before the Australian COVID lockdown. And so even though I had the luxury then of having a business partner in you, Karen, we didn't have our team established. We were not prepared for COVID. (laughs) We were prepared for my maternity leave. So (laughs) I had batched everything that I could. Uh, Our clients were prepared. You know, we had everything sorted for maternity leave, not for a global pandemic to come <laughs> and essentially wipe out planning all, of, on our point. <laughs> all of our clients' supply chains and everything was just, you know, completely chucked up in the air. All of our students were freaking out. So it was like, I, you know, I really felt like I probably could have had maternity leave. Like if I was working for just a company, someone else's company, I probably, you know, wouldn't have really mattered. But because it was our company and my clients and my students, like I really couldn't, I felt like I couldn't have that time off. So I haven't had a break. And even when I used to, you know, go away, I'd always take my laptop and I'd always be plugged in. So I'd never be unplugged. I'd always be working in a beautiful location. So working from the beach or something. Whereas this These time. Are unglamorous times, aren't they? Like people don't tell you about being an entrepreneur. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I traveled a lot. I love travel. So I would be in like a tropical location in Hawaii or at the uh, snow in Japan for three weeks, but I'd be getting up at 4am working for three or four hours before my family then got up so that I could then spend the relaxing holiday with them. Mm -hmm. And I'd be checking my phone to then, you know, catch back up on all the things that I'd done. So it was, yeah, it's tough, man. So I took a week. I have now the amazing luxury of having a team. So there's not just Karen and myself now. We have a team of amazing people who are there to support the business. And I always remember this. This is complete tangent, but I remember one of my mentors, Stephen Harris, telling me about how if you support your staff or your team, your team will support your clients and your clients will essentially support the business and then the business can support you. And it goes around and around like that. So then you support your team, your team supports your clients. And I just always remembered that. And it really kind of clicked with me when I was taking this week off because I was like, I have done so much work in setting up the systems. Our systems are like super, super, super detailed. You know, we have all these operating procedures and everything. So everything was there to support me to have that week off. Right. And so I didn't even, like I took my laptop so that we could watch movies. (laughs) I was going to say, I was going to tell you off then about movies. That's okay. (laughs) I didn't check my emails at all. And to be honest, like my brain was like, what is going on? (laughs) I kind of, for the first day was just like, oh, this is amazing. Second day, I was like, okay, I'm bored now. What am I going to (laughs) do? Third day, it was kind of, I was, you know, like, back into the relaxing and a few more cocktails yeah, fourth and fifth day I was like I never want to leave <laughs> do I really have to come back but I have so much clarity now about where I want to go next in the business what the holes were in my side of the business and the things that I can strengthen and even the things that I want to be doing more of the things that I'm not good at and I'd want to be doing less of like just having that unplugging from you know me from the business it was kind of like taking an IV drip out <laughs> but doing that was so 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 important for the business and for the I success think it's for of you too like well we, you look so much 
perkier this week. <laughs> Is that the right word? I, know, yeah, look I have a tan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's oh, Denise Duffield Thomas always says, you know, you've got to look after your golden goose. We as business mm. owners are the golden goose. If you don't look after that, then yeah, you can't pour from an empty cup, hey? You cannot. And, you know, the business is only as good as its owner, really. Again, another thing that I always remember is when I was learning about business and, you know, I'm always learning about business, but one of the things that I learned in my early days was if you're ever looking to buy a business, you factor in two salaries for every owner because they mm-hmm. are undoubtedly working twice as hard, working yeah. twice as, hard as anyone else. So, Yes, my break was amazing. Highly recommend. Uh, obviously, for anyone in lockdown, sorry. Mm-hmm. I went to a tropical island and it was amazing. Um, <laughs> you can live, <laughs> what is the word? You can live vicariously, vicariously through, through mm-hmm. my Instagram stories. But yeah, it was yes, just... I, I wasn't jealous at all looking at your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I did ask if people wanted to see it or if they were like, just keep it to yourself. And the only person who keep said keep it to yourself... yourself. <laughs> Was my best friend who just sent me like a picture of the bird, like flipping the bird to her <laughs> finger. She's like, you can take your holiday and stick it where the sun don't shine. Moving like, on, moving on. <laughs> I was like, well, everyone else wants to see my holiday photos. So here's a photo of Whitehaven Beach, everybody. But yeah, it was just so refreshing. Honestly, like I cannot. And if it's, if you can't do that, even just like micro breaks, like half a day, an hour where you turn your phone off, turn your computer off, do some meditation even. Like for me, that recharge, if I'm feeling tired and I'm feeling like I don't have enough time, I will stop everything and do a 10-minute meditation because hmm. it almost like gives you more time. I think, you know, the most amazing thing with technology these days is that we're so connected. And the worst thing about technology these days is that we're so connected. We are always available. We are always on. We see if someone comments on Facebook. We see if somebody sent us an email. We see if someone needs us through text or phone or, and I'm guilty. I am addicted to my phone. My husband and I sit of a night on the couch next to each other looking at our screens. And when we're not on the phone, we're looking up at the big one, the TV. So, you know, we're so wrapped in and every now and then one of us will just look at each other and grab both the phones and just throw them to the side of the room and be like, well, what are we doing? <laughs> like being so connected. And then, you know, you take away the phone and people are wearing smartwatches as well. And it's just, if it's not one thing, it's another. So you can just take a break from technology and being connected get one of those lock boxes and lock your phone in the box and you can set like a timer so it won't let you grab it again for like an hour. And I think, you know, just those little breaks that Megan's talking about can make such a big difference. So if you can take a day from your business and look, it might sound like the sky might fall in, but your business can go a day. You know, if people's orders are shipped a day later and it's going to help your mental health and help you keep going, who cares? Like it's, it's fine. You know, if you write back to that email a day later, it's okay. You know, you're not doing it all the time. You just need a break. Go for it. And there's a couple of ways you can do this. So you can just be completely open and honest. I think people understand. So if you need some R&R and you're going to take a week off from your business, just put an out of office on your emails. Just like, look, I'm just recuperating right now. I'll get back to you in a week. And orders are taking a little bit longer to ship at the moment. Or you can just not tell people, take the break and just be like really completely transparent in shipping times and things like that on your website. Like orders are being shipped next week, things like that, you know, without sharing the details. So it's completely up to you which way you want to go about that. But taking the break regardless, 
is really important. Yeah, or even getting someone in to help you with the shipping, you know, if it's like a non-negotiable that you can't stop shipping or the fulfillment at least, like think about those things that are absolute necessary cogs in your business and I would recommend systemizing early. So like if you have a job that you know you have to do more than once, create a system for it so that if you ever, I used to call it the hit by a bus thing in our business the hit by a bus rule. So if I'm going to get hit by a bus, someone needs to come in and do my job. They need to know how to do my job. We changed it to... We now call it this. (laughs) Much nicer. We changed it to the deserted island. So if I'm going to get stuck on a deserted island drinking cocktails and someone needs to come in and do my job because, I mean, nobody wants to get hit by a bus. So we don't want to manifest that. (laughs) So I would recommend, you know, taking a time machine, going back and systemizing everything start now, start systemizing any job that you need to do more than once, create a system for it, even if you're still the person doing it, because Mm, then when you're like, someone can come in and help me, you can do these 10 jobs for me. Here's the how to go for it. And once you've got that, then it's going to make life so much easier. But if, you know, if there are certain things that you can't not do while you're away, just get someone in to to help you for Mm. that little time. It'll be so worth it. And when we're saying away, this can be you at home on lockdown, but just taking away that one pressure, you know, taking a break from your business so that you can be more, you know, there for your kids during their lockdown or during their um, homeschooling or, you know, school holidays are coming up. So giving yourself those few days where you and the kids can do something a bit more fun and you're not having to work. You know, I think that's really important. The other thing that can really help when you are feeling isolated at the moment is to find your community. So we have a free Facebook group called Unstoppable E-Commerce Entrepreneurs and it's full of other e-commerce store owners who are all going through the same thing right now. I think we worked out around 70% of our communities in lockdown. So, you know, if you just need some other people that are going through similar things, you might be able to find some local groups, you know, community groups for your area. And, you know, who knows one day you might be able to see them in person. <laughs> but just finding some people that you can relate to, that you can talk to, because you can Zoom. Yeah, it's not the same as real life, but it's better than nothing, right? So you can still see another person at the other end. So just finding that community is really important. True. And I also think part of being a really good thing about being part of a community is that I feel so good when I help other people. So if your cup is empty and you're coming there for support, those endorphins. Yeah, like I feel like sometimes when you know I'm there and I'm you know I'm just so depleted and I just need a big hug. You know that sometimes is all you need. Then other times it can be so fulfilling to actually be in a group of people who are either where you are, have been where you are, or will be where you are currently. It's so good if you can actually help them as well, and that kind of I think is so important as well for people. It's like the give and the take in a really coexistent balance. (laughs) So we've talked about taking time for yourself. I think that's so important. As Karen said, you know, it could just be an hour, a week, a day, whatever. Take a bath. Yep. (laughs) Whatever you can do. One of the things that I am a stickler for, and this is probably our first video in Ecom Igniter, is turn off all of your notifications. So turn off your email notifications, turn off your phone notifications. You do not need to see when somebody is sending you a me mail. That's all about them. A me mail. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Nobody's emails are 
about your agenda. They're about their agenda. So they're trying to get something from you. Turn those notifications off. You don't need to know when you've got an Instagram comment. If you don't manage your social media, your email, your whatever, you know, other channels you have, it's going to manage you. So Mm. you need to manage it by giving it a dedicated time. So you allocate an hour a day to check your emails. You don't go to the post box 20 times a day. You go to the post box once. You take out all your mail. You chuck whatever you need in the bin. You put whatever needs to be actioned in an action pile and you action what you can within two minutes there and then usually. So do the same with your email. Don't let it be a task list. Don't let it be a storage system. (laughs) Hot tip If you do have 527,000 emails in your (laughs) inbox, I'm looking at Karen, (laughs) select all, archive. Done. Inbox zero. I promise you, if somebody has sent you an email a year ago, you don't need to read it now. Like (laughs) they're going to follow up. You missed that one. (laughs) So as if it's like, yeah, you won this competition to to a tropical island a year ago. Yeah, you probably don't want to read that email anyway promise you there's going to be nothing in there that's life or death. If it was, they would have called you. They would have emailed you. Just start that ship clean. Clean (laughs) the email slate. Turn off your notifications and then dedicate an hour a day. Check your emails and just have a calm email relationship. (laughs) I think emails is that one that always leaves people like they're putting out fires. You're always just finding things you have to fix, but it also like it's hanging over you for the whole day if you don't have the time to deal with it right then. So yeah, by having that dedicated time, just don't think about it outside those times. So what I do actually as a, again, sidebar, love them, is I will go through my email and if there's anything in there that I need to action. So say like, you know, someone will send me a question like, can you please check my email strategy? And I know that that's going to take me about half an hour. I won't do it there and then because that's silly. I will find half an hour in my calendar. I will either drag and drop the email into my calendar or copy and paste or just put in there, you know, check whatever email strategy and put that time in my calendar. And then essentially my calendar is my boss. So I actually do what my calendar says when it says And I file that email. I file it in under, I just file everything under filed, archived, but (laughs) because I can then go and search for it if I need to do it, but I don't use it as a filing system. I don't use it as an, as a, you know, nothing is in there that is not either in our Asana, which is our task management or in my calendar. So I just file it once, once it's in my calendar, thanks done. I mean, that's, you know, if it works for you, go for it, do that. (laughs) Same with Instagram. You don't need to check your Instagram all the time. Just once or twice a day. You don't need your notifications for that on either. Yeah. I, turning off my notifications for Facebook and Instagram was the best thing. Oh, so much buzzing. <laughs> it's like so, it's a there's a thing like that, um, the movie about it. It's there's the dopamine in your brain is like fired mm. every time you get that. So it's actually so clever that the way that it's been designed. So you need to yeah manage it. Otherwise it will literally change your brain. Mm. I also find with mental clutter for me, when I start getting like anxious or stressed out, 
if you see my desk right now, it's pretty filthy and there's stuff everywhere. But cleaning that off and making that clean space around me, even like cleaning my bedroom, making picking up off the clothes off the floor, just doing those things and making my space clear makes me feel more in control and less stress because I kind of helps with the mental clutter too, if that makes sense. And I just making my environment a little bit cleaner and clearer kind of makes me feel more at ease. So that could be something you can try to. Uh, and one thing that is a really vicious cycle, especially for me, I'm, I'm the emotional eater, is really when you are getting stressed out to make sure that you keep going and fueling your body with good food and exercising, all those things that the doctors tell us all the time, it seems to be the first thing to go. Sort of, It's a vicious cycle because once you get stressed, you're like, oh, I don't feel like going for that walk or I don't feel like going to the gym. Oh, no, I'm just going to eat these calories because they're going to give me a quick high. And then it's like vicious because we just keep doing that and keep doing that. And then that makes us feel even worse because we're losing our fitness and our exercise and our fresh air. And and then I'm stressed because I've put on the extra kilos because I was stress eating. <laughs> so, <laughs> I actually heard on a podcast the other day about how eating sugar is like a wave. It comes in like this big sugar wave and it's like, wee. but then what do waves do? They crash. Again. Yeah. And you get this huge crash huge from it. sugar high and then massive low. Yeah. So I always like, I love, you know, visual <laughs> analogies, but I just thought that was so clever because when I'm eating something, I'm like, oh, is this going to give me like a, am I going to get, you know, dumped in my undies filled with sand? Or is this going to be like <laughs> laying on the beach with a, a it tanning in the sun? Like, which one do I want? <laughs> I love, you're like the analogy queen. I oh, love it. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, lucky for me when I'm stressed, I want to go for a run. I need that physical exercise. So, and, and if I don't, feel like it that's when I know I really need to because Mm. um for me it's yeah it's such a I'm always such an avoider but once I do it I'm like why didn't I do this earlier this walk makes me feel so good like just getting that fresh air going out with the dogs and yeah it's like a recharge you come back tired from the physical side of it but more awake mentally that makes sense So lastly, obviously, this has all just been our experiences and we're not doctors at all. But if you are struggling, go and see your GP or Beyond Blue actually brought out a really cool new program called New Access. And it's free for anyone over 18 who runs a small business. Now, it can be any industry, including e-commerce. It can be sole traders. You don't have to have a company or anything like that. So check out the show notes. We've got the link for that there. But that's a totally free program that you can do. And it's specifically for the stresses that come with running a business. So that could be uh, a bit of help as well. Oh, cool. So it's like a support program, mental health support yeah. program. So it's for all people about who... how to deal oh, with cool. mental health and stresses that come up in line with running your own business. Mm, I love yeah. that. Awesome. Well, if you're still listening, thanks for sticking <laughs> with us. We hope this episode has been helpful. <laughs> and if you have any questions or any feedback, uh, feel free to leave your questions in the review section of wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we would love to have, I don't know, some suggestions for topics or questions or anything about Mm. e-commerce. That would be a really great place to leave them along with your five-star, obviously, review. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a great idea. We're, um, you know, getting ready to batch some more episodes. So let us know what you want us to talk about because we're really good at sidebars. (laughs) And tangents, but we'd love a topic to start with. (laughs) Yeah. If we can have something to start with, I mean, that might help. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Bye. If you're looking to sell more on your online store, you might like to check out Ecom Igniter, our online training program. Find out more at ecomigniter.com. 
and be sure to join the waitlist to access our special early bird offer. 